0: Me back this up a little bit. Okay, here we go. Hey, everybody! Welcome to episode forty-four of the Balance Room Music Podcast. I am your host, musician, and producer Ingrid Wood, W O O D E. This podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Spreaker. I know that was a lot of them for you to subscribe to. That way, if you're subscribed to one of those, whenever I upload a new episode. You'll just get one notification letting you know there's something new for you to listen to. Just one. So it won't bombard you with anything. And you don't have to keep checking back wondering when, you know, when is the next episode coming out. To my new and returning listeners, welcome. I always appreciate you all for hitting play. To my new listeners, this is it's this is a podcast. It's not just for musicians or music lovers. This is a podcast for creatives who already are or who have a desire to make a living from their creative side. So I share parts of my journey on the podcast, which is what I'm gonna to do today. And I also bring in guests from time to time, have conversations with them, and I share that conversation with you all via the podcast. To me, it doesn't matter what field you're in, it takes a huge amount of creativity on all levels to be an entrepreneur, to 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 be a business owner, you know, to create commerce from something that you love or like to do. It requires you to have creativity on the production level, on the strategic level, on a financial level, um, all levels. Okay, I've said level like fifty million times, but you get what I'm trying to say. It takes a lot of creativity to be an entrepreneur to take your idea and have somebody pay you to bring that to the table. Okay, now this episode, episode forty-four, it's gonna be. If you've already looked at how long this episode is, it's a fairly Short episode in the grand scheme of how long balance room episodes usually are, so I would consider this a ghost note episode. A shorter episode, I have two things that I want to share with you all, they're not really related, and I probably should have split it up into two different episodes. Um, but you know, I'm gonna do both, I'm gonna talk about both of those things in this episode right here. Okay, so I want to talk about a conversation that I had with my mom a few days ago. I can't even remember how we even started talking about this but the conversation was about the things she wanted to do that she never did or or she feels like she never had a chance to do because of how her adult life started out and the decisions that she felt she had to make because of it now I just I want to give you a a little background on my mom so she's a musician still a working musician she's a retired public school music teacher Uh, she's always had a job playing for a church still does and every now and then She'll play with, like, different orchestras around the country. If I was to look at her career this far, if I was to look at it on paper without even being biased, (laughs) I'd say, you know, she's had a a pretty cool ride this far. You know, she's had several once-in-a-lifetime moments or periods of time. And believe it or not, (laughs) she was actually uh, a background singer for James Brown. She and her her younger sister and her cousin, they sing on the recordings of some of James Brown's most popular records, like The Big Payback. Mm black and I'm proud and some more of course the way they were found is the way I think most people were discovered back in the day probably like so a record company was looking for talent and on Sunday mornings they go to churches and they scope out the best musicians and the best singers so on one Sunday in Cincinnati Ohio um, a record exec who worked with James Brown just so happened to walk into my great uncle's Baptist church my mom was playing the piano and singing with her sister and her cousin, and the rest unfolded from there. But she's played for people like Frank Sinatra, the OJs, uh, the Temptations, I think like Donnie McClurkin. Uh, and she's taught people like Sarah Jessica Parker, Darwin Hobbs, he's a gospel singer, uh, Rocky Carroll. Rocky Carroll, he's the actor, he played like the the trumpet playing younger brother, on that sitcom, Rock, from back in the day, from back in the 90s. Um, she also taught another actor by the name of Jeffrey Sams. He's the guy who played Whitney Houston's love interest, or one of her love interests, in Waiting to Exhale uh, Julie Lachey from 98 Degrees, but that's just, just, that's just some of what she's done thus far. Okay. So the other day in the midst of whatever we're talking about, my mom, she started talking about why she decided to kind of play it safe and go to the university of Cincinnati. They have a college conservatory of music. So she was talking about why she decided to play safe, go there rather than trying to go to Juilliard in New York, which is really what she wanted to do. So I, I, I waited and I said, okay, so say you did go to Juilliard, then what? What would you have wanted to do? And she said she just wanted to be a concert pianist. So then my response to her was, so what's stopping you? <laughs> what is stopping you from picking up the phone, booking a venue, and say you book, book, give yourself a year, book a venue date one year from now, and then spending the next 364 days getting ready for it? And then I was like, and you have way more time and money in your 60s than you did when you were in your 20s. I know my mom. <laughs> and I could tell that I could tell she was a little, a little slightly defensive. I could tell she was a little uncomfortable. But I could also tell that I had challenged her to think about her dream a little differently. And a, f- a few days after that, I uh, I was talking to her. We were in her kitchen. She was making a pot of coffee, and I pulled out my recorder, <laughs> and I brought up that conversation, and I could tell she didn't really want to have another conversation about it, but she indulged indulged me for a minute. What was the gist of what we talked about? Like, what did you get from it? That I need to do things for myself to do what my yeah you know, basically I put my own words do about what I wanted to do, passion and
1: and. You know, instead of doing what other people, getting sidetracked with other people's whatever, you know, that's basically.
0: Well, no, not really. It was, just, it was just you saying, like, what you wanted to do, and then you realizing that you don't have to search outside of yourself to be able to do that. Right. That if you wanted to play music and put on performances, that. I just wanted to be a
2: pianist and that
0: then uh, there's no third party that has to open that door for you that you can do it. What I wanted her to realize was that there's no gatekeepers that stop us from doing what we love to do. Now, <laughs> now if your dream is, is in a field like the sciences or something like that, then no... You know, you can't just order a bunch of chloroform or nitrogen gas and and conduct a bunch of experiments without the police eventually tracking you down and knocking on your door. i not saying that. <laughs> but not playing with the Philharmonic or not having your concert air on PBS, that doesn't mean that you're not a concert pianist, right? You don't have to wait for the record deal for you to start singing. You don't have to move to L.A. to find a club to start performing your comedy routine in. You don't even have to wait for HarperCollins to find out about you for you to publish your book. Your route doesn't have to look like everybody else's for you to get to the same destination. It's okay for you to take a little of the road less traveled by. (laughs) Okay, so now for the second thing I wanted to mention. So there's a vlog series I like. Uh, by Casey Neistat. He started a daily vlog in like towards the beginning of 2015, but it's literally a daily vlog. He kept it consistent for about two years, but every single day for almost two years, a new vlog, a new episode every single day. So he has tons of videos. I got hooked to his vlog when I had knee surgery, the end of 2015. And I was just watching his videos all day, every day for about two weeks. Casey has over 7 million YouTube subscribers. Every video he puts out, he gets at least at least 1 million views for every episode. So his audience reach is huge. So a couple days ago, um, <laughs> that's everything is a couple days ago in this episode. But anyway, so a couple days ago, <laughs> he decided to do a video with another YouTuber named Molly Burke. Casey wanted to do this video. He wanted to help Molly get some, some more subscribers, but mainly he was he wanted to do it because he was intrigued by her. Molly is blind. She vlogs. She can't see anything, but she has this vlog to let you see into her life that she lives in, but can't physically see for herself. In this episode, Casey blindfolds himself and has Molly and her seeing eye dog lead the three of them <laughs> to a coffee shop down the street from Casey's office. Casey's office is in Manhattan, in New York City.
1: I'm gonna come over in front of you. Oh
2: grab your right elbow. So I stand and I'm gonna on your you my left elbow or your right?
1: right. There.
2: Okay. Yeah. I just know, know how many like axes and things are hanging in the studio. I've never been so scared in my own office before. Okay. Sounded like traffic was going south, which it means does. we can go.
1: The booth, but it sounds like traffic has always been going
2: south. Okay, let's just
1: risk it. I might kill you today. I appreciate that you're taking this risk
2: with me. How do we know we're at the curb?
1: Gallop will stop. We're at the
2: curb. Haneba. That was an absolutely like jarring experience for me. Mm -hmm. It It was literally like everything I knew about life.
1: You're experiencing it's, it in a different it's completely
2: way. completely reset.
1: Because you're experiencing it with your ears, with your nose, with your hands. Like, I always say my hands are my eyes because I'm always like touching things. It's to
2: more than that. Things. Like in a, in a, in a weird way, and I say this very gently. It was much scarier. Mm. I was afraid that I was gonna touch somebody's butt. I was afraid <laughs> that happened. she was gonna charge me too much for my coffee. They never would hear, but I just mean in general, that was something that occurred to me. I was afraid we were gonna get hit by a car. I was afraid we were gonna offend the people around us. Mm-hmm. I was afraid that I wasn't gonna get the right coffee. Like,
1: I think the how do you cope thing- with that? know what, this is what I always tell people. For you, I just threw you into this experience and you've never done it before. So of course it's gonna feel really scary and it's probably gonna feel overwhelming and it's probably gonna feel like you can't do it. But the reality is this is my normal. This is my everyday. And for people who are in wheelchairs, for people who are blind, for people who are deaf or missing a limb, this is our normal. You know, I've been blind for nine years. I don't know life with sight anymore. So for me, asking for people to help me all the time, or for me, listening to the traffic surges, or for me, listening and smelling different places to know where I am, is normal. And so to me, it's not difficult, and it's not scary, and it's not jarring, it's normal. Um, and it's just life. I wake up, I do my makeup, I make my breakfast, I you take do my your dog own out, I do my own makeup, yep my own outfits you know i do. I just
0: live life you definitely need to watch that episode with casey and molly I'll, I'll make sure to to put that link in the podcast description and on the website for this episode 44 but the next day molly on her own vlog said something that is so true
1: so here are the sunglasses he made me in case anybody is wondering it says to molly heart casey and then inside are the casey neistat originals um, I just I'm obsessed with sunglasses if, if you're new to the channel, by the way, I'm obsessed with sunglasses I collect sunglasses and so to get these ones oof, I can't even tell you. So on the back it says um, the date or not the exact date, but it says um, New York City 2017, which is obviously when we filmed together and where and that says to Molly from Casey And then on this arm the quote, which he did not keep in his video. It says um You don't need sight to have a vision, which is a quote that I have lived by for many, many years. Um, Something I feel strongly about as a blind person.
0: Isn't that so true? You don't have to be able to see something to know that it's there, right? You just have to be willing to use, really, really, really use your senses, your other senses to make it to your vision. But that's life. That's business. That's everything, We don't have to walk by sight when we walk by faith. Now, that doesn't mean (laughs) that we don't trip and fall. Doesn't mean we don't have to ask for help. Doesn't mean that everybody has our best interest at heart. But it does mean that it's possible. Again, make sure you check out that episode by Casey. It's titled, that particular episode is called Uh, she's a blind YouTuber. So check out that. And also check out Molly's YouTube channel as well. I have links to both of those within the podcast description. If you have no idea where the podcast description is within your app, that's okay. You can always just go to the website. Just go to thebalanceroom.com and look for episode 44 and everything will be in there. I even timestamp all the episodes so that you know what minute and second in the podcast certain things are happening. My birthday is coming up around the same time I'm going to put this episode. Actually, I'll probably put it out on my birthday, which is July 28th. It's a Friday this year. Yes. Um, so as a birthday gift to me, I want to ask you to do something, uh, as a birthday gift, hit the subscribe button. And This is a free gift. You know, it's a free gift that you can give to me, but hit that, hit the subscribe button and also hit the share button and share this on all your platforms. Um, It means the world to me when you all do that. I don't want this podcast to be your best kept secret. And to my incredible listeners who always share, always retweet and post on Facebook and Instagram. Do that again this time, please. But again, like I said, it's my birthday. So just one extra thing. (laughs) Copy the link of this particular episode. Paste it in your text or your email and personally send it to at least one person to say, hey, I think this may be worth listening to. Just do me that that, that one favor. Well, I, I gave you a couple favors, but it's my birthday. so. But anyways, until next episode, this is Ingrid Wood. Even when I'm gone, my voice will still be here. I want to make sure that yours is as well. Take care, God bless, and stay balanced.